0: Hi friends, welcome to Think Better, Live Better podcast, episode number 34. I'm your host Satish Kumar. This is a podcast for human transformation. I acknowledge and appreciate you for taking the time to listen. Many people are busy being busy. You have tuned in because you need change. And you have decided to make your life better in all dimensions. The reason why I do this podcast every week is I'm constantly exploring how to live a good life. As I find answers to many questions, I would like to share with the larger community to make things easier for you. Most of you neither have time to read a book nor are interested to know about some ancient Greek philosophy. I sort of compile the wisdom or knowledge I have gained throughout the week and make a short podcast of 10 minutes so that you guys can be benefited. I also have a regular job like most of you do I have a family and a couple of young children to spend my free time. Somehow I find time to read, listen to various speakers and I am extremely passionate about creating a content that adds value to my listeners. I am super excited about today's content. I am sure many of you would have come across Stoicism or Stoic Philosophy. It is a time-tested Greek philosophy designed to make us more resilient, happier, more virtuous and more wise and as a result we can become better people, better parents and better professionals. Major contribution to stoic philosophy came from three particular individuals who lived around 2200 years ago. Number one, Marcus Aurelius, one of the greatest emperors of Rome. He wrote a journal for himself without any intention of publication. Marcus died without knowing that his work is still useful to the world many centuries later. Number two, Epictetus, a former slave who became an influential lecturer and a close friend of another Roman emperor, Hadrian. Number three is Seneca, a famous playwright and a political advisor. Against all odds, these incredible documents created by these three somehow survived the time they contain some of the greatest wisdom in the history of the world and together they constitute the bedrock of what is known as stoicism in this week's episode let me cover five points from the book meditations by marcus aurelius if you're interested you can buy a copy of this book from a nearby bookstore or amazon number one when you encounter unkindness when receiving bad treatment or criticism from someone either the person is right in which case you have no right to complain or they're wrong in which case they're misguided and they have just made a mistake remind yourself how many mistakes you have made in life and feel pity for them by all means point out to them where they have gone wrong but do so affectionately not mainly with hatred in your heart or to impress onlookers. Speak directly to them. If this doesn't work, ask yourself what qualities nature has given us to counter the defect. For example, as an antidote to unkindness, it gave us kindness. Let us use kindness and see what happens. Very few people can continually act unkindly to you if you show continued kindness to them. No matter what anyone says or does, say to yourself, my task is to be good. If you have mistakenly trusted an untrustworthy person, then turn their approach on yourself. The fault is yours. Recognize that untrustworthy, bad and even evil people exist in the world. To expect not to encounter them is foolish. Say to yourself, that I have encountered one of them. This is to be expected from time to time. Then remember that any evil that men do to you only harms your soul if you do evil in return. It is your job to be good and not allow their evil to change that. The noblest kind of revenge is not to become like your enemy. With that in mind, number two, recognize that everything depends on how you interpret it. Remind yourself that how things affect you is determined by your mind's interpretation of them, not the external things themselves. Whatever happens, you can choose how to interpret it. So choose not to feel harm. If it rains, you can choose to feel angry at the weather and pain by the sensation of the water on your clothes and body. Or you can choose to feel grateful that being alive and being able to feel such sensations How easy it is to wipe away every impression which is troublesome or unsuitable and immediately be in all peace. So work on gaining control of your mind to frame things positively. Ultimately, you are what you continually think. So take care which thought you allow to exist in your own head. Your mind will take the shape of what you frequently hold in thoughts. For the human spirit, Is colored by such impressions on that point number three your mind should sit superior to your body and its sensations you have a body and mind your mind your rational faculty is the advantage you have over other animals to follow nature means to recognize this and to make use of what nature has given to you deep down you already know the things you should be doing and yet you are not doing them. That's because you do not have control over your mind. Whenever you determine to do something and you don't do it, it's because your body has given you some reason not to. Do not allow pain, drowsiness, fever, loss of appetite to alter your behavior. Whenever you are bothered by things like that, remind yourself, I am giving in to pain. When you give in to these sensations, you make your minds the slave of the body. Which leads to unhappiness, endless suffering, all from not allowing the mind to do its job. Gain control of your mind. It's only by gaining control that you can begin to act virtuously. And it's only by acting virtuously that true happiness can be found. With that in mind, number four, stay mindful and take deliberate actions. Frequently, we go through life on autopilot. Most of the things we do. We don't even think about enough of this. No random actions, none not based on underlying principles. Do not wander without a purpose. Act deliberately. Observe your own mind critically, as if observing somebody else's. In every case, ask yourself what you are currently employing your mind for. What sort of soul are you displaying? Are you acting like a child, a tyrant or an animal? What is causing you to act that way? If you can control your actions and think and act systematically, you will have an untroubled life. If you do not observe the moments of your own mind, then you will be unhappy. Further, you can find peace from external events at any time by going within your own mind, but do so briefly. Number five, do not retreat from the world. Humanity is born for cooperation and we are constituted for one another. Do not allow yourself To become angry with those around you, fall into hatred or give up trying to make a positive difference in society. If you conceive of all rational beings as constituted for one cooperation, then helping other people becomes a joy and not just the right thing to do. Learn to feel affection for other people even when they make mistakes. You can do so by recognizing they are human too and we all make mistakes and that before long they will die just like you and that we are all in this together. What's more, regardless of what they have done, they haven't really hurt you. Another important thing is to contemplate the positive qualities of those around you. We all have different abilities and talents and keeping theirs in mind will make you think better of them. When you need encouragement, think of the qualities that people around you have the energy of one, the modesty of another, the generosity of a third. Remember the analogy of a tree. A branch cut from its neighboring branch is necessarily cut away from the whole tree. In the same way, a human being severed from just one other human has dropped from the whole community. Now the branch is cut off by someone else, but a man separates himself from his neighbor by his own hatred or rejection, not realizing that he has thereby severed himself from the wider society of fellow citizens. We can grow back again to our neighbor and resume our place in the complement of the whole. Too often repeated, such separation makes it harder to unite and restore the divided part. The point is, do not go away from any human being. If you already have, it's never late to go back and reunite. Dear friends, my mentor Mr. P. A. Vishwanathan has sent me the following message on holistic well being, which I thought I should share in this episode. At its core, health has always been about more than the numbers on a weighing scale or what size of jeans we wear. Though many of us grew up believing that our physical bodies were the primary measure of our overall health, in recent years, Thanks to more candid mainstream conversations about mental health and wellness, people have come to recognize that health needs to be approached holistically. The state of our mind inevitably impacts our physical health, and vice versa. The famous yoga guru, Sri BKS Iyengar, defined health at its best, health is a state of complete harmony of the body, mind and spirit. When one is free from physical disabilities and mental distractions, the gates of the soul open. In other words, nourishing our bodies is just one part of ensuring our overall wellness, developing coping mechanisms for stress and making room for healing are necessary too. It is not enough just to be free of physical disease or ailments. We have to also look for ways to build healthy habits and incorporate sources of joy, On a daily basis i hope to find some good content in the coming weeks to support you in this process dear friends thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast i am really humbled to receive such an overwhelming support if you feel what you heard was useful please share this message with a friend or a colleague would truly appreciate if you can leave a comment or review in apple podcast until next time take care And wish you a fabulous week ahead. God bless. Bye for now. Hi friends, welcome to Think Better, Live Better Podcast, episode number 36. I'm your host Satish Kumar. This is a podcast for human transformation. My sincere thanks to all of you who are coming back every single week to listen, learn and grow this episode is part three on stoic philosophy one good friend one good book one kind act one good boss one good neighbor one good podcast episode or one good thought may change your life all it takes is just one simple act of kindness or one person i sincerely hope i am able to help all of you with whatever little wisdom I have gained from my guru and various books. He is a